The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Just got Daryl rolling his solo tonight. And what about the Miami Hurricanes? What about Coach Mark Rick and the Miami Hurricane? Going into Appalachian State, foreign territory, North Carolina. I don't think the Canes had ever played there before. Hostile environment. Every, you know, Lee Corso actually predicted Appalachian State to win, beat Miami easily. But Mark Rick and the Miami Hurricanes were not having it. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta tip your hat to these Hurricanes. I think Mark Rick, this was a, this, this wasn't the same old defense that we've seen from the Miami Hurricanes in past years, where we sit back and catch blocks. No, we were attacking. I mean, we, 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 we brought it. We, we played on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Made a big difference in this game. Hey, Brad Kai is about to make a believe out of me. You know, 21 or 27, 368 yards, three TDs, only one interception, quarterback rating of 97.4. Hey, that's, that's not, that's, 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 those are the kind of numbers that will get you, um, get you in the first round, Kaya, and might even get you some of those Heisman votes that people keep talking about. But I got to applaud the defense, though, man. I mean, hey, you know, you put this kid, Taylor Lamb, in a, in a passing passing position where it was third and long in a lot of situations and 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 he was just not a passing quarterback 10 of 21 115 yards one td one interception hey those are the kind of numbers you can't you can't beat the hurricanes um with, with those kind of numbers you know you if, if, we, if we can hold everybody georgia tech this week to 115 yards passing I think we can beat almost anybody if we can hold them to 115 yards um, passing. And 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 you know, and when you when you look at it, Appalachian State only had 126 yards rushing. You know, hey, and, man, 126 yards rushing and and 115 yards passing. Hey, we we we're gonna win that battle every time the hurricanes are going to win that battle when we come out look when we can hold teams to only throwing the ball 115 yards oh we, we those are winning numbers on our side every time and hey let's let's 
Let's let's push it over to the other side. This kid, Mark, Mark Walton, uh, 16 rushes, 130 yards. You know, Joseph Uribe didn't have the kind of kind of night we wanted him to have. Eight rushes, 30 yards. But he he you know um, he did have a TD, and 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 he's still running the ball hard. But I I think Walton has um, put a stamp of approval on that starting job. You know, here's a young man that's made his way back. You know, after going through a little controversy in the in the off season, um, where he was actually suspended from the team for a while, um, got back in the good graces of um, of Mark Rick, head coach Mark Rick, and uh, hey, look like he's look like he's on his way. He's on his way. You know, he's just a straight up sophomore. You know, last year uh, he played quite a bit as a true freshman. Uh, didn't start, but played quite a bit as a true freshman. And here this year, this kid is starting. Uh, Mark Walton, um, I, I like what I see from that from that young man, and uh, and a third running back, you know, um, Gus got a little bit of Gus Edwards. Uh, a lot of people expect a lot of things from Gus. Um, Gus got a little playing time, four rushes, fourteen yards. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call it um, mop up duty, but uh, I wouldn't say he he um, he got in in the prime of the game, and you know, um, Gus is from Staten Island, uh, New York. Yerby's from Miami. Walt, Mark Walton is from Miami. And I don't mean this in a bad way, Gus, but sometimes those Miami cats, man, they get a little preferential treatment down in Miami. So hold on, hold on Gus, and wait your turn out, and um, I think you're going to be all right. And I, I, have a, I have a soft spot for this kid, Gus. Um, during the offseason at our annual banquet, um, Coach Mark Rick um, scattered all of the players throughout the banquet hall and we all sat with different players and uh last year I was fortunate enough to have an opportunity to sit with Gus Edwards and uh and Corn Elder. And Corn, you missed an interception, man. I'm just letting you know straight up. Corn, you missed an interception. But um on the other hand, you know, um I I tell you, um Brad Kaya has some has a lot of weapons to throw the ball to. And one of them um, is Stacy Cola. We 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 know that, uh, you know he's a he's he's a a, a dynamic um, receiver. He's big. He's in his he's in his third year at University of Miami. But Amon Richards, true freshman out of Wellington, Florida, and I'm not sure where that is. I got to look that up. But this young man had himself a whale of a game. I mean, wow, you know. Um, you know, he, he was the leading receiver um, in yardage. He had four receptions for um, 142 yards. Uh, longest one was um, was um, 62 yards. Uh, he, he, had a, he had a really, a really solid game, especially to be such a true freshman. I mean, that's, that's, that, says, that says a lot. And um, David Najuke, I mean, this kid is a, is a tight end who's, Who's who's really on his way to doing some big things um, for the University of Miami? This kid is number eighty-six, um, a junior tight end. He's he's six-four, two two forty-five. Got real soft hands. I mean, Kaya has a lot of weapons to throw to. Um, Standish Bernard, another tight end. He threw that one to him. Um, uh, the, the, the the punt returner, the Braxton Barrios, he had a reception. Um, 
I, I tell you, I just really, I really like what I see from the University of Miami. I, you know, I, I'm an alumnus and I can't praise them enough, but hey, I like, I really like what I saw this week. I mean, for our defense to, um, to literally um, hold this team to, um, to no points in the first quarter is, you know, and I, that's, that's, hey, I think that's, um, um, I, I can't, well, that's, that's another quarter that we shut them out. A shutout quarter in the second quarter, they only scored um, three points. Third quarter, they had a touchdown. Uh, but, hey, 45 to 10 was the final score in this game. And I tell you, man, uh, and what's, so, what's really, really, really so pleasing now is the fact that, that, um, that Miami is now ranked. And I mean, a, a, a solid ranking. You know, we're not we're not talking about that. Um, you know, uh, what do they call it when you're not really ranked? Um, honorable mention. No, the Canes are no more honorable mention now. Well, you can you can count you can count us up there with the big dogs. Hey, well, we number nineteen, but hey, count us up there with the big dogs. And I say that I I, I, I say nineteen, but um, in in some polls we are actually higher than nineteen. In the AP poll, uh, I think I think the AP poll has us ranked um, uh, 15, and um, that's the highest ranking we've had now in in probably uh, seven years. That's a long time for the University of Miami to not be in the top 15, and the AP poll has us um, ahead of the Florida Gators, and I love it when I say that. Ahead of the Florida Gators, I love it when I say that. I got to say, well, ahead of the Florida Gators, I mean, the Gators are 19 and we're 15 in the, in the AP poll. However, in the coaches poll, University of Miami is 19 and the Florida Gators is 16. Um, I'm, I'm, I haven't, I, you know, Florida State has dropped tremendously uh, to number 13 in the um, AP poll. And in the coaches poll, number fourteen, and I guess I, I guess I could stop talking about the hurricanes just for a minute here, because I want I, I have to talk about the shellacking that Lamar Jackson put on the Florida Ga- the, the, the Florida State Seminoles. I mean, I, I I understand that this kid is good. I, I I really really understand that the kid is good, um, but. I didn't think Florida State was either that bad or I didn't think that um, we'd ever see a Jimbo Fisher team get 63 points scored on them. And, I mean, now we really have to look at Florida State with a, with a, with a, with a, lot, of, a lot of skepticism because this team didn't look good. Um, and you gotta wonder um, what's 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 the next move for Florida State, you know? And and I, you know, I was looking at I was looking at the pregame show on um, on Saturday. I'm checking it out, and and uh, all of a sudden they say that it was um, Muhammad Ali night at at um, 
at Louisville Stadium. Muhammad Ali night at Louisville Stadium. Muhammad Ali day at Louisville Stadium. And I'm saying to myself, wow, somebody had better watch out. Because you're talking about one of the most recognized sports figures in the world. And they're putting on a day for him in his hometown? Man, somebody had better watch out. Those are the kind of games you can't lose because people are going to always remember Muhammad Ali Day at Louisville Stadium. And hey, uh, the Cardinals did not let Muhammad Ali's family down and they did not let the fans down in Louisville. And I tell you, um, uh, Bobby Catrino, he really has this team playing and he has them playing that kind of football that, that he wants them to play. A real high, high, fast pace, um, stretching the field, quarterback running all over the place. I, I just really think this guy has something there. And this kid, Lamar Jackson, if Katrino doesn't send him to um, the infirmary, this kid has a chance to really do something real special. And what I mean by that is, hey, this kid ran the ball 17 times for 146 yards. I know some of those plays are uh, drop-back passes where no one's open. He takes off running. But a lot of these plays are designed runs for quarterbacks. And if you're going to design a run for a quarterback, linebackers and defenses are de designing a, a, a linebacker and a defense to smash a quarterback. Now, I like Lamar Jackson, too, but he really looks very frail. And you're talking about a kid, I think, who is a true freshman. Now, uh, we all, we, we all want to see this young man have a lot of success. Yes, we do. But do we really, do we really think that this 6'3", 205-pound sophomore from Boynton Beach, Florida, right down from University of Miami, not too far, about 45 minutes away, do we really think he can handle carrying the ball 17, 20 times a game? I just don't think he's, I don't think he's built for that. I don't think that's a good move for him. But, but if it's winning for this program, it's a good thing. Um, you know, this kid Brandon Ratcliffe, he ran the ball for 14 times for 118 yards for Louisville. But, you know, we, we still have to um, think that this young man, Lamar Jackson threw. He threw the ball for 216 yards. So I think he's the real deal. I really think he's the real deal. I, 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 think, I think he's a special kid. I mean, he almost, this is the closest thing I've seen to, to Michael Vick in a very long time. And he reminds me a little bit of Michael Vick. Now, um, DeAndre Francois. This is the freshman quarterback for Florida State. Now, this young man is really beginning to look like a, like a true freshman because he is a true freshman. He came to school early, graduated in January, in, in December of last year. Um, so, no, I, I take that back. No, Francois has actually been on Florida State's campus for two years. And... Um, and I, I, no, Francois, no. Francois has only been on Florida State's campus for 
he, like I said, he's from Orlando. He graduated in December, and he came to the program and started school in De- in, in, in January. He's a true freshman. And, um, you know, no matter how we try to dress it up, no matter how we dress it up, last year this kid was 18 years old, 17 years old, and playing high school football in Orlando. It, it, you just cannot, nothing nothing makes guys run faster and bigger and hit harder than college. And the next thing is the pros. You know, so, you, you know, no, no matter how you think about him and twist it up, it's still high school football. And this kid played high school football last year. And guess what? He's in the big leagues now. And Francois is going to have a he, – he, I think he's going to see um, – He's going to see a lot more than what he's what he's seen at Louisville. I, you know, we played them in two weeks, in three weeks. Um, I look so forward to that. I, I, man, I'm, I'm I'm excited, but I'll take my time and we'll 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 go through Georgia Tech and um, and I think we got an open date and then we play Florida State. But you know, Delvin Cook here here's a here's a guy that um that we just expected him to just jump on the field. And and go for basically a um, hundred yards or more every game, and here he is against Louisville, sixteen for fifty-four. That's not the kind of numbers that's going that's going to put this kid Delvin Cook. But what happened? What happened? Florida State, sixty-three to twenty. Wow! What happened? Who would have ever thought that the Seminoles? What would go down to such? Wow, I just can't. I can't believe it. But this is football, and this is college football, and you never know what happens from week to week. You know, Houston Cougars have jumped out and turned into some, turned into be a real a serious program. But hey, when at the at the first half of that game, the score was. 10-10, Houston and Cincinnati. Cincinnati eventually folded their tent, but not, but not until the fourth quarter. Because going into the fourth quarter, the score was 12-10, Houston over Cincinnati. Fortunately, Houston scored 28 points in the fourth quarter, and Cincinnati only scored six, giving a final tally of 40 to 16. But here's a team. If you looked at the final score, you'd have thought that Houston ran away with this. And I'm telling you now, I'm not so quick to put Houston in this category that I've, that I've put Louisville in. I think Louisville is one of the elite teams in college football right now. I don't think that Houston is. You know, Houston is ranked number six. Louisville has crept up to being, I think, they're ranked number four. I just don't see, I just don't see um, the Houston Cougars sustaining that kind of, that position in college football. I don't see it happening. I'm not so sure they will. uh, But I do think that the Louisville Cardinals and they have them ranked at they have them ranked three in the uh, AP poll. Louisville's ranked number three. Uh, Clemson is ranked five. Michigan is four. 
Houston is six. Ohio State is two. And Alabama is at the top, number one. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we'll talk a little bit about this number one team, Alabama, and how they had their struggles with Ole Miss over the weekend. We'll be back with more sports info after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're examining five methods for hunting this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, taking an in-depth look at archery, crossbow, rifle, black powder, and pistol. We'll explore the specifics of each hunting discipline and what it truly means to be proficient and successful with them when in the woods. Joining us will be legendary outdoorsman David Blanton from Real Trees Monster Bucks and wild man Greg Ritz of Huntmasters. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, over the weekend, I tell you, I was watching this game, the Alabama Ole Miss game, and I was I was very excited about the game because I – I want to see what Ole Miss really had. You know, were, was a game against Florida State a fluke when they had a 21-point lead and, and, and surrendered it to Florida State? Or was it, was it a team for real? You know, well, I, I come to the conclusion I think they are for real. I just don't know if they can close the gate. You know, um, I heard a kid say over the weekend, a young high school kid, he said, you know, um, their, their coach say, when you get a fire, start to pour gasoline on it. You know, and I, I, I kind of like that one. You know, he said, you know, you, when you when you got, a, got got your foot on their throat, press it down. You know, you just you just can't, you know, when you look at this Ole Miss team, 
And hey, you know, they're they're they're, they're winning um of 20 24 24 uh 17 at halftime against um Alabama and they just could not could not sustain this victory. Um Chad Kelly, I think he's a very good quarterback, you know, uh, 26 of 41, 421 yards, three TDs and an interception. Um, this kid, Jalen Hurt, the Alabama quarterback, kid shows a lot of poise. This is a true freshman quarterback and, you know, 6'2", 209 pounds. But the kid shows a lot, a lot of poise. 19 of 31, 158 yards. Uh, and he ran the ball 18 times for 146 yards. Chad Kelly ran 13 times for 48 yards. It's a big difference in that. Um, in that, in in it's a big difference in that right there. In the running disparity. Hey, we got Chris on the line. Chris, what's going on with you? Uh, not much. How you doing tonight? Hey, loving life, loving life. You know, Chris. Um, you know, um, Florida State looked like they ran into a real buzzsaw over the weekend in Lamar Jackson and the Louisville Cardinals. And I know that you played at the University of South Florida, and Florida State goes into South Florida this weekend. I hope they don't. Ha- I hope they're not taking South Florida for granted because this guy Tiger has that team playing some real serious football over there. In South Florida, in Tampa, uh, he really does, and uh, I'm trying to get down there this weekend, and uh, so I can support my team. But um, I really like our chances this year um, against uh, Florida State. I think it's going to be a, a really good game. Nobody's not giving us credit right now, but I think we're going to take this one. I really think uh, Florida State may have a, a letdown this week, and uh, and it wouldn't surprise me one bit if uh, if South Florida goes that uh, if if if. Florida State goes into Tampa and um, and have a little bit of a letdown, and that might be just enough for um, for South Florida and and and, um, and those South Florida Bulls to take it to Florida State. Oh yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Um, and they've been uh, I got to go to a couple practices this summer, and they look better than they have since Taggart has been there. So it's gonna be a really good showing with that three headed monster with those three running backs they have now. It's gonna be a really really good game, a really good game. I I I agree totally, and uh and 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 he had he has such a unique style to to his offense. You know, he has a lot of motion. He played three, four, five wide receivers. The next mm-hmm. thing you know, he'll look up and have a a tight end or a fullback, two backs in the backfield. I like what he's doing down there, and he beat and he beat Syracuse. Not to say that Syracuse is is one of the elite teams, but he beat them forty five twenty, and 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 Syracuse. They're Syracuse. They're they're a Division One football team, and they're no slack. Exactly, exactly. And I and I like enjoy watching these games. That's why I'm hoping that they keep it close, but we go ahead and pull it out. Um, especially after Florida State came back, they're gonna try to come out and like uh, set the tone and try to blow us out. But I really think that South Florida got a uh, gonna wake up Florida State this year. And let them know that South Florida is back. We are back. I really think you're right, Chris. I I, I really I, I think you're on to something there. Now, um, let me ask you a question. Yeah, I know you we, we we're talking about college football. But let's look, let's talk about professional. Jameis Winston last week threw, I think he threw for three or four touchdowns. 
This week, he throws for three or four interceptions. What was the difference you think it was? Um, that, that I'm not sure because he's a competitor. Regardless of how the game ends up, he's going to fight through the end. We're going to be right back after these messages with more Sports Info U.M. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america you're tuned in to sports info um with daryl and sam call us today at 888-346-9144 that's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And hey, welcome back to Sports Info Room. Hey, um, we got disconnected with Chris. And Chris is a former University of South Florida Bull, defensive end, linebacker. And, um, man... Sorry we had a chance. It was good to have a chance to talk to him, but I'm sorry we didn't have a chance to talk to him a little longer. We'll get him back. Hey, we got Vince on the line. Vince, what's going on in South Florida? What's going on in, going on in, in Fort Lickerdale? How you doing, Mr. Hall? I just wanted to let you know, now, I can remember last weekend I called you and I said I was, I, was, I was good, I was mad, and I was happy. But now... I'm having just straight up called now the Kings playing like they supposed to play. Okay. That's okay. what I'm looking for out of UM. I'm used to going about taking care of business and worry about everybody talking about it later. Okay. I feel you on that. And that's, hers that's came what I real mean good. By, that's what I mean by when they was playing against Florida Atlantic. 
You ain't got time to let the team like that down for the play, and you trying to get to be a national championship team. You got the ball. You got the ball screen up. You got to take everything in your way and knock them down. And Appalachian State, I don't know what they thought, but now they beat um, they beat the first game. They beat I think Virginia. Well, and, I think they had one um, one game. They was one and they was uh, one and one. I know what the first game they won. They, they beat, lost to Kentucky. They lost to Tennessee the first game. But they held in that strong with Tennessee, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but, they, they they played them real strong. But the, 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 this is what I've been looking for for Marty to do what they did this week. I think, and, I think and to be honest with you, Vince, um, I don't think Mark Rick has shown us 20% of the playbook that he has. I just don't think so. I think I think he didn't he didn't have to show much against um against Florida A&M. He didn't have to show anything against Florida Atlantic. And we really against Appalachia, we we our, our playbook was real vanilla. Probably didn't run no more than 10 or 12 plays. So we really uh-huh. haven't shown a whole lot of the offense. And I don't think he's cut that defense loose as 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 much as he'd like to either. And uh, and those th- mm-hmm. those three freshman run linebackers they got in there on defense, them boys playing some serious ball, man. That defense that is warming. I know they look like the old Kings. I know they look like the Kings of the 80s. That's what yeah. I I guess y'all sort of, what it is, y'all sort a higher standard in football with how it's celebrated. And when you say you will, that's what I look for. I don't look for nothing else, no less, no mess, no whatever they doing, no troublemaker. All I look for is a good universal Miami athlete, football player going to the next level. And that's the standard house Miller left. That's the standard that y'all are on the pedestal. That's the standard that Louisville got when he days when Howard left Miami to go to Louisville. And that's the that's the standard that y'all got. And he left that on two different teams. And and that's what I look for. And that's the way Louisville come up to way Howard left that at too. And that's where I know when they go to practice, believe it or not. I bet you my life, they coached, preached that this is how Howard did it, this is how I want it. And I know it's a legendary coach out there named Mr. Sandberg, really left a lot of touch and a lot of his spirits in all both of them um, locker rooms, I can say. So that's why I look for standards from Louisville and I look for standards from Miami. Now, I love Florida State, but I don't look for no standards out of Florida State because I always like the Kings, but I know the difference between Florida State team and the Universal Florida team. I look for different standards. But one thing about it, the y'all, Louisville and Miami had one of the greatest coaches ever to, to, to walk in the locker room. And I, I, think I that's couldn't one, agree with you more, Vince. I, I know that Coach Donnerberger left a legacy at uh, the University of Miami, and and I think mm-hmm. he left a, a, a strong legacy at Louisville as well. That program wasn't what it was until he got there, and uh, you know they they had some possible. success after he left, but uh, it wasn't what it was until he got there. And that's what I'm talking about. If you, if you think about it, and you look at watch all the year, we don't watch the game. You think about it, them boys feel like the way Coach left it. And let me ask you something, Vince, before I let you go. Coming up. 
Let me ask something before I let you go, because we got some more callers on the line. But um, what's happening Hello? with the Dolphins and Tannehill? You know, oh, I feel bad for that I kid really Landry, that. because he's one of the best receivers in professional football right now. And he seems like he's playing with a team that just, just they, they appear to be overwhelmed sometimes. Yesterday, they looked like they didn't want to be on the field with the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. He, into the second you half. Know, you know what, um, Mr. Oliver, I'm glad you asked me that question. Because the more I give the universe, I mean, I mean, Miami Dolphins, the benefit of the doubt, I don't know what team they bring to the play table. Because one day they doing something they're supposed to do, then the next day they come by doing something that they don't want to do. And, and believe it or not, I don't understand why why they won't let Matt Moe play. And they know Tannehill up and down in the first quarter. And as a coach, you're supposed to be able to see that and snatch him. There ain't no such thing as he's supposed to play until he get it right. you got to get a second man chance. And every year, they went, he get hurt before he get it. So my, 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 Matt Moe get a chance to play football. But they always keep him every year for Man. no reason. He's going to always be behind, like like Earl Marr was behind Bob Greasy. And when Greasy got hurt, Earl Marr took the Dolphins to the Super Bowl. Hey, Vince, and man, you're giving us some history lesson that a lot of these people don't, 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 don't understand. They just don't understand. Yes. Hey, Vince, we got to let yes. you go because we got some calls on the line. It's always it's always much love and, and we really appreciate you calling the show, man. One love, yeah, brother. I, I appreciate it. Okay, you, you have a great day. It's nice uh, talking to you today, Dad. It's always good. Thanks, Vince. Appreciate it. Hey, we got Eddie on the line and Reggie. Eddie and Reggie, what's going on, Reggie and Eddie? Oh, hey, you know what's all about you? Talking about you. Two of my favorite hey, just, people. Reggie, what's happening with you? Hello? Reggie, what's going on with you? Hey, what's going on, Darrell? I was I was just listening to the uh, guy and, and you guys talk about Tannehill. You know, I, I watched Tannehill. I've been watching him since he came out of college. He hasn't done anything to impress me. You know, a lot of guys, they, 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 they watch these uh, college careers, and they, they a lot of people think that it's going to carry over. And that's not necessarily true, that just because you had a great career in college doesn't mean that you are going to do the next th the same thing at the next level. And uh, Tannehill, you know, and, and I also heard him say something about a receiver that hadn't uh, done, done much, but you got to realize football is a team sport. And if you don't have that, surround if you don't have that surrounding cast, it's not like basketball when Jordan came back or, or uh, you missing a Kobe, you know, where you need one or two guys in basketball that can carry you to the championship. Football is a team sport, and I don't care how good of an athlete you are. If 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 uh, you don't have that 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 team help, even like in the '83 Hurricane Championship that we won, we had a team, yeah. and and we were we were clicking on offense, defense, and special teams. And uh, if you don't have that in football. You know, you can look at Dan Marino, one of the best quarterbacks ever. Never had a Super Bowl. Yeah. 
Couldn't put the whole couldn't, couldn't put all the pieces of the puzzle together. And I tell people that sometimes a team is like a puzzle. They all slip in where they can get in, and guess what? We all fit in there together. And if if, if and that when you have pieces on top of each other and forcing each other to try to get in, it ain't gonna work. And 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 you got to have all of those pieces in there together. Eddie, what's happening with you? Man, what's going on? I, I want to just pick it back on what y'all just said, too. One thing about the NFL, right, they, they, they've got to settle on these quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Because they spend a lot of money on these guys, right? But then they don't want to challenge these guys for them to be able to produce. It's like, look at Tannehill from Miami and then Borders from Jacksonville. Yeah. Both, both of them had terrible games yesterday. Terrible but games. When are you going to put a cord on them? You know what I mean? Get those back up quarterbacks the opportunity to compete with these guys. And then I think they'll put some pressure on these guys and pressure them to perform better than what they're doing. I agree. And, and, and this happens so often when they, these guys at quarterback, they'll just leave them in there. And Jameis Winston is the same thing. Yesterday, he threw, what, three or four interceptions? They left him in there the entire game. Never took him out. And I'm you saying, know, like, quarterback is a delicate position, right? You know what I mean? They got to have their confidence. But how are you going to put their confidence up? Let them get slaughtered. Never pop up. I agree. Hey, now, now, let's 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 talk a little bit about these hurricanes. We ain't got we ain't got but an hour in the show. We ain't got but a, but a quarter of an hour left. Reg, let's talk. What you, let's what, talk. You, what you see in this Mark Rick defense that you like compared to last year's defense under Golden? Hey, Dad, you ain't gonna believe this, Eddie. You ain't gonna believe this either, and I'm embarrassed to say this. I have yet to see the Hurricanes play. Well, Reggie, you, I, I, I don't oh, believe it because it was on ESPN over the weekend. I couldn't yeah, find them two weeks ago no, when they no, played let me FAU. Explain why. Can I explain why? Go ahead, Reggie. I'm, 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 I'm engaged to be married, so I've been spending a lot of time with my fiance, and, and we're, we're looking for a house, and, and, and me and the kids, we've been looking for, for a home so that when we get married, we'll have a nice Nice uh, new home to uh, move into. Uh, I'm going so. I'm, I'm to I'm 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 let that slide as a good excuse. <laughs> I'm going to congratulate you on that, but what better way to share right with your wife than hurricane? You ain't lying. <laughs> take, break it out, take it out of the Miami and uh, hey, hey, that sky pops in. Y'all will meet her. Yeah, will I can't meet. wait. Y'all will meet. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I can tell you name name Daphne. So when you say when y'all meet Daphne, you'll know that's what I'm talking about. Right, well, I'm excited. Know why you ain't been watching the game? Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay. All right. Well, I, I, I'll let. Well, let me tell you something, Reggie. The Miami yeah. Hurricanes are three and zero. This I week, know we play I, Georgia Tech, Yellow Jackets in Atlanta, Georgia. The following week we have an open date, and the next week we play. Florida State. I think Florida the Hurricanes State. are up to something this I'll year. I'll be there right for the Florida State game, definitely. You know, uh, I've been I've been hearing about them though. I've, I've been you know uh, getting the highlights and stuff. And uh, Georgia Tech will be a test for us. You know, and and what I've been hearing is the defense is the strength of the uh, team, and that's what you want to hear. We want to we want to be strong on all three phases. 
you know, offense, defense, and special teams. But you really, and, and Eddie and Daryl, you, you both notice that defense is, is what wins championships. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Without, Without a doubt. A doubt. Back in and let me make a correction, too. Um, this week, um, the Hurricanes are open. They don't have anybody. Um, they right. play uh, October 1st. They play Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech. And the following week, they play Florida State. So in three so weeks, they play Florida week. State. So we're idle this week. Yes. And oh, yeah. then the, right after that Florida State game is the um, um, North Carolina in Miami. Both of those will be in Miami Garden. Okay. Well, yeah. well you know what? I want to I say this, Darren. We spoke about the hurricane the last time I was on the show. I think we had Isaiah Smokey Rome and um, right. we was on the show, and I was I was making my prediction then. You know, I got a sense of feeling that the Hurricanes are getting their swagger back. They're starting to be confident in what they do. They're starting to believe again. They're starting to push their chest out a little bit more than what they used to do. And they're getting at people. They're being aggressive on defense. And I just love my Rick aggressiveness on offense. I love it, too. And I, you know what I love about this team, too, more than anything? You don't see those stupid penalties, people jumping offside, people hitting people out of bounds, adding another 15 yards to it, late-hitting quarterbacks just for no reason at all. I just I just love that about this team, man. I mean, when I watched that game on Saturday, it, it looked like a totally different team to see this team only get one offside penalty the whole game, man. Well, you know what I do like about it, too? It kind of reminds me of our 1983 team where we had a lot of young players that stepped up. You know what I mean? They got the opportunity to play, but they stepped up and throwed out. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And that's that's what you have to do in recruiting, man. You got to get those guys. You know, I was, you had mentioned Florida State earlier. Somebody told me that that quarterback from Louisville, who scored four touchdowns in the first half, in Florida State was out of Florida. From Boynton. Boynton Beach. Yeah, he's from Boynton Beach, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, that kid is from Boynton Beach, and he's a sophomore. Well, you know what? One thing I think we're going to be able to do, we're going to start cutting off a lot of the pipeline people leaving the state of Florida. I think we're going to stay home tonight. And and, and 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 that's a good thing that we do have Mark Rick, Rick now as our coach because he's a former Hurricane and he's right out of Palm Beach County in Boynton hey, Beach, hey, Boynton Beach County, and he knows where Smellenberger and 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 also um, Jimmy Johnson got players from, and, and, right. and even even when he was with State Florida State, he knew he knows that this is the the bulk. Of, of of all of the football players is right here in North Central and South Florida, the whole state of Florida. But you got the you got to pick the right guys to fit your system. Oh yeah, you know the number one recruit is a re- number one recruit in the nation this year is a wide receiver from Palm Beach County. I can't think of the kid's name. I just talked to Doug McFadden about him today, and he's he's committed to Alabama. The story mm-hmm. is that he's already having whispers of that. He's coming to UM. He's already, you know, he's decommitting. 
So right. I think if we can get that kid, it's going to be a domino effect. And this this upcoming um, um, recruiting season is going to be off the charts for Mark Rick, man. Right, and right. And, and what I love about Mark Rick is Mark Rick is a great recruiter. He's a Christian guy. And I don't care what nobody says. Christianity can help you. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You agree with me, Andy and Daryl? Knew it out of question. Yeah, bro. Yeah, without a question. Yeah. Hey, you know, I've, I've had some skepticism about this quarterback, um, Kaya, for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Kid threw for 348 yards, two TDs, one interception on Saturday. He's about to convince me that, uh, that, 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 he's, that he is an elite quarterback. Well, Darrell, I told you, I, I told you one thing. Don't, 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 don't forget is that those guys, the bulk of our offense, we come with the offensive line. We ain't talked about the offensive line, right. and them boys are doing their job right now. Yes, they are, and they giving them time, and they give him opportunity to get first and second look. You know, so that make a difference. It makes a big difference, and um, and those young, and them young running back, man, I am so impressed with those guys. I couldn't agree with you more, Eddie. And um, I didn't think that um, Mark Walton would be able to beat out Joseph Yerby for the number one spot, especially after he had the troubles in the off season, got suspended from the team for a little while. But you look at this kid, man. Uh, number one, Mark Walton. He 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 turned his legs, keeping feet moving. And, uh, hey, he, he busted so that long run. Dad, let me ask you this. Go so ahead. Yerby, he, he no longer starts? He plays a lot, though, Reggie. You know, but, oh, but, but uh, Mark not, Walton is a starter. Number one, okay, Mark well, Walton you is need, a starter. You need that one-two punch. You yeah, need you that one-two punch. And you need you know, three okay. good running backs, to be honest with you. And I yeah, think this yeah, kid, honest, Gus yeah. Edwards, he's going to eventually turn into be a good running back, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you know. And I said this earlier in the show. You know, Gus is from, um, uh, he's from New York. I think it's uh, Staten Island, New York. And mm-hmm. Mark Walton is from Miami. And Yuri mm-hmm. is from Miami. He behind the eight okay. ball from the onset. You understand what I'm saying? So he's going to have okay. to work extra hard to get his to get his spot. Them two guys from mm-hmm. Miami going to get a little bit more favoritism unless he step out there and, 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 and break the bank. And that's what he's going to have to do. Well, you know what? He just got to, when that opportunity comes, he just got to be prepared because we know, right. just like y'all know, right? Yeah. It can happen any day. It can happen right. any day. I was just getting ready to say yeah, yeah, that, 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 that yep. you never know when they're going to say, hey, son, get in the game. Yeah, I'm you trying know? to tell you, you never know. <laughs> and you can go, but you can go from, from third to first. <laughs> in three plays. You understand what I'm saying? You can go from third yeah. to first in three plays. It might be in yeah. a practice or a game. You never know. Yeah. So, hey, um, yeah, hey, man, you know, we, we've seen things happen overnight where guys lead a death chart because somebody did something stupid overnight stupid. and you right. might move up one or two spots That's because right. the first yeah. and the second string was in the car together. That's right. That's you know right. What I'm so, Come on. Always be prepared. Be ready. You know one thing I like about Margaret too? He's not putting up with that foolishness. No, nah, man. Oh, he won't. He won't. No, nah, he, 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 he won't. You have to ask 
when it comes to off the field uh, foolishness, you have to have zero tolerance. Right. Oh yeah. You have yeah. to have zero tolerance. And and they just made an example out of what two of our players with that uh, that, yeah. that 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 got uh, thrown off, off off the team with the rental car thing. With the yeah. rental car they, thing, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 With the except in luxury rental cars, knowing that they're not supposed to do that. Hey, you know, Reggie, come on, man. You know, I I I I, I know you right. Knowing they knowing they can't do that. If you know yeah. you can't do it, don't do it. Don't do it, right? The if you want to play football, if you want to continue to play football, yep. you got to make, yeah, yeah. So, but well, hey, guys, know, hey, we're running out of time. We got four minutes to break, and uh, okay. I want to say a couple things before we get out of here. Um, Alfredo Roberts' son, Austin Roberts, who's a redshirt sophomore at UCLA, mm-hmm. and I just want y'all, you know. He's part of this hurricane family. We got some extensions in other places. And Austin made it clear he didn't want to follow in his father's footsteps. He wanted to go out and do his own thing. So he's out in UCLA. But on Saturday late night sometime when UCLA playing these 1030 games on the East Coast, check him out. He's number 88. 88 tight end? Tight end, number 88. Austin Roberts. I don't know where he's coaching now. I think he's taking some time off to um, be around Luke. Austin in his, he's just a sophomore. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. okay. And Alfredo has been working throughout this young man's entire athletic career. Career, right. Saying? Okay. So yeah, I he think he's taking some time off to, uh, yeah. to, be, to be around Austin and, um, and, and check him out, be a part of his his college career. Yeah. Okay, okay, that now that's 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 a good thing. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Hey, hey, before we get out the air, look up. What do y'all think about them new throwback uniforms from the U? I like them, man. You know me. And I had seen. <laughs> yeah, I like them. I like them, man. And I like everything throwback. Are they, are they the A three throwback or what? Yeah. Yeah, they got no UM throwback. Hey, guys, yeah. thanks for calling. Yeah, don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info UM Radio Show. I'm going to take care of yourself. All right, Reggie, love you, bro. All right, man. Eddie, love y'all, man. Peace. Hey, uh, sports inf- um, the UM Sports Hall of Fame is celebrating a golf tournament October 7th at the Biltmore in Coral Gables, hosted by Hall of Famer Greg Mark. For more, um, many former athletes and former University of Miami football players will be there. For more additional information, go to um, UM Sports Hall of Fame website, UM Sports Hall of Fame. And you could go to umsportshalloffame.com and get more information about that golf tournament. Greg Marks, former teammate, uh, former New York Giant. Hey, and a super guy. Greg is being inducted into the UM Hall of Fame this year. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to Sports Info UM Radio on the Voice America Radio. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.